grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. This program contains sexual references, adult themes and coarse language. Listener discretion is advised. If you are likely to be offended, please join us again in an hour. All right. Tonight on After Dark, Nikki is all about heating it up in the bedroom. Tonight we're going to be talking about temperature play. What is it? How can it help your sexual experience? And how can we do it safely? Luke Skews is also in the house tonight and he has a bee in his bonnet. He is very upset at the fact that the majority of us are still having shit sex despite all of the information that's in and around sexual practices. We've got a hot show for you tonight. Let's dive on in. I'm Louise Wilkinson and you're listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live. Fancy a quickie? Nikki from Flirt Adult Store joins us with this week's hot sex toy tip on Quickie with Nikki on After Dark. It's time for Nikki from Flirt Adult Store to join us once again on After Dark. And tonight, she's got something a little bit different for you all, haven't you, Nikki? We sure do. Tonight, we're going to be talking about heating it up in the bedroom. Look, I think that's music to everybody's ears, and particularly with the weather the way it is at the moment. I mean, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what what else could can you do? It's freezing outside, so uh, yeah, we need to be creating some heat in the bedroom. Stay in bed and heat it up. Absolutely. All right. So specifically, we're actually talking about temperature play today. Um, yeah, and can you explain what that is for the uninitiated? So temperature play is where you get things that you already have or you buy aids that can create sensory ignition in your body. So say, for instance, arousal gels and creams. Obviously, the vulva has 8,000 nerve endings. So you've got this really great body part that reacts to cooling and heating. So you can get arousal gels that are warm, that feel like you've kind of, you know when you first get into a bath and it's quite warm on those parts down there? Yeah. They create that very intense warmth feeling. And then you've got some that you can add that create a really cool and fresh feeling. The only way I can describe it is it's not an ice cube. It's more like a very fresh, intense, like you, you know when you brush your teeth and your gums feel, and your mouth feels really fresh? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's very like similar sensation. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's like a toothpaste feeling, but for your lady bit. Ooh, and okay. it is really fun to add that into penetration because it adds a different experience to, you know, your normal boning. Yeah, absolutely. And I have had friends um, that have <laughs> have sort of experimented in the past with temperature play. And I can remember yeah. one memorable um, little lol moment was that she used the, the cooling gel and um, yep. she said that her husband felt like that he just brushed his teeth after yeah. he'd been Yeah. <laughs> so we find in the stores that women prefer a more of a fresh cooling feeling down there because it gives 
it almost creates like a bit of a buzz sensation. Right. So it's almost like having a little bit of a toy on the clitoris where we find that males that come in, they tend to buy the heating products. Like they like it the warmer, the better. Right. So they tend to like anything warming. These aren't just for vulva owners. So I've got quite a few gels in store that sell really well that people go, can I use this on my, you know, my partner's penis? And I go, of course. So you've got your frenulum, which is just under the, the head of the penis. Yep. That's where the male's nerve endings are most sensitive. So we always say put two drops on that, massage it in nicely because when you're massaging it in, eye contact, it's kind of sexy anyway. Yeah. And then when, when you do penetration, he feels it. He's feeling exactly what you're feeling on your clitoris on the, on the head of his penis. So it's a really fun way to talking, you know, you're talking, you're going, oh, that feels really warm. And he's going, oh, I really like it. When you're talking like that, it builds intimacy. It's really fun. But sensory and temperature play is so underrated. The amount of people who go, oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not keen to try that. Try it. Try it. <laughs> we have got that many gels. So we sell on oil. On oil is like the number one leading arousal oil for women yep. in the world. Right. So that is a really warmth feeling. And then you've also got your Shiatsu Couples um, Play Gel, which is really great. That's going to give you a bit of a warm and a cooling feeling at the same time. And then you've got your individual Chill and Arctic by System Joe. And then you've got your uh, System Joe Heat and Atomic, which is like heat is the, the mild one. And if you're really keen and love it, you've got the Atomic, which is the most strongest potent formula that you can get. So there's there's so many products in store that you can use to um, play with. And we're also going to talk shortly about if you don't want to buy anything, stay tuned because we've got tips for you in that as well. Yeah. One of the things that I did buy uh, from Flirt Adult Store way back when, when we started working together, was that I bought a um, – it was a, a candle – that smelled amazing. Yeah. It was salted caramel. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. But it was actually body safe and I could tip that wax onto my partner. Yeah. So there, people always want to play with candles and then think that a normal generic candle from dusk is okay. <laughs> no. No, people, please. You Definitely do not, not. want to turn this sexy moment into a trip to the emergency room. Mm -hmm. So if you're ever going to play with candles, they have to be tempered at a certain degree. They can't be higher than 60 degrees for the body. So we've got some really fantastic ones as the one that you mentioned. Um, the salted caramel is delicious. Not only is it going to ignite those senses by smell, mm. it's also going to be so beautiful on your body. So the, tr the, the safety tips that I've got for you guys is have a cool, you know, cool wet flannel just in case because yes. you always want to – I've never had to use one because I, I'm quite experienced with my candle play, but when I first started and still to this day I have one. So cool wet flannel, lie on a towel because obviously you don't want to get this, you know, yeah. wax all over your beautiful Sheridan sheets and always make sure that you blow out the candle before you tip it. That is my hot right. tip. Blow yeah. the candle out. So light it, have a bit of a massage, blow it out and tip it onto the body. Hold it furthest from the body that you can and then ask your partner, do you need? Do you want me to go a little bit lower, a little bit lower? So the, the closer it is to the skin, the warmer it's going to be. Right. And it's really fun. And different parts of your body react to the heat a lot more. I know if I get in the shower and I put the warm water on my front, I'm used to it. 
But as soon as that goes on the lower part of my back, I'm like, oh, that's a bit hot. Yeah. So, yeah. So different parts of your body are going to react differently, which is a really great way to find your partner's erogenous zone. Find what part of their body turns them on. Oh, I really like it near my underarm. Oh, I don't like it so much near my thigh. So um, explain it. Talk to your partner and really listen to the messages that they're breathing, sending you. They might like it. They might be breathing a bit more. But candle play is hot. Not only is it a great way to get back to, you know, basics and touching somebody, but it's also smells really good and it, they feel really nice and soft and moisturized afterwards. So it's a benefit for you because you get to touch that. Yeah, 100%. All right. So let's just say uh, that we wanted to uh, have a DIY situation. So, you know, we want to experiment with this. Maybe we've been listening to the podcast tonight and we go, oh, temperature play. Okay. No, I've got to get to Flirt or jump on the website to get my, my gels and my candles, but might want to sort of experiment at home. What would you suggest? So there's two separate things that we're talking about that you don't have to spend any money on. You've got toys already. So obviously, if you wanted to play around with the the cool sensation, you would get some ice cold water from the fridge, put it in a cup, put your vibrator in it for about two minutes. Don't obviously submerge it, do it safely, and then hand it to your partner, and then he inserts the shaft into your vagina, and you have this really cool, intense rush of chilled that you get to play yeah, with. Nice. So you can do it that way where you're putting it in just, you know, even running it under the tap, it's going to make it colder so it's going to create that cool sensation. Yep. Or if you want to experiment with warm, put it in warm water. Ah, put it in warm water okay. and then and do that way. So these are ways that you can do it at home without needing to buy anything. And then second, you can use ice cubes. You've got them in your freezer. So ice cubes, put them in your mouth, head job, really great. For vulva owners, the male can put the ice cubes in his mouth or even, you know, put heat up his fingertip so he could be, you know, going down on you and having a really cool fingertip. Otherwise, warm water. I know heaps of people that have a cup of tea and then, you know, suck a penis. We get told so many times from customers that they will do that before. Um, They'll have a warm cup of tea so their mouth is really nice and warm and then they'll give their husband a blowjob. And I'm like, what a great idea. You're sensory playing, you're igniting those senses, you're adding something different to the bedroom. So we've got so many different things in store and there's so many things at home that you can use. Just don't use chemicals, don't go get chili powder or cinnamon. We don't want to play that way. Um, No, no, always (laughs) be safe, but you can do it with water. You've got hot water, cold water. So there's so many different ways that you guys can do it. Even in the shower, I've got a lady who showers herself this is my most fabulous customer, yeah. she'll shower herself, wash everything warm, and then she'll put cold water on the clitoris afterwards. Yeah. And with the shower head, she has a really great morning orgasm because she thoroughly enjoys the feeling of the cool on her body afterwards. Yeah. And I'm like, look, you're getting off with your shower head. So there are so many ways at home that we can bring um, you know, temperature play to the bedroom. Yeah, 100%. I'm just thinking, you know, the rage at the moment is cold therapy, all these people getting into ice baths. Um, I know. So this is cold therapy for your yep. sexy bits. I love it. Exactly. And even warm. Like mm. I put a warm, I put the shower head down there being warm. It's great. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Oh. It doesn't make washing the hair so bad. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> when you get to have an orgasm afterwards. But just spice it up. This is These are what these um, series are about. We're here to give you different tips and tricks on how to bring different 
sensory play and different ways to play in the bedroom. So um, hopefully that's your homework this week. I expect everyone to do some temperature play. Oh, I love that, Mistress Nikki. <laughs> You've been told. Do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if people wanted to get their hands on some gels, some safe candles, etc., cetera, uh, how can they do that? So they can either pop into our store and see our lovely staff at 90 Beaumont Street, Hamilton. If you don't have time to pop in, you can also jump online at www.flirtadultstore.com.au. Put your items in the cart, head to checkout and use our amazing discount code LIVE30. That will give you 30% off everything in your cart. Everything. This is the best discount we have going for anybody. So... Take advantage of it. It's not a one-time thing over. You can do this over and over again. But there are so many amazing things on our website just waiting to be added into your cart. I love that. And I really do appreciate the fat discount that you give. I know. Uh, well, you guys are going lessons. crazy yeah. for it. <laughs> oh, my God. Every time I see the report, I'm like, oh, my goodness, again. So we really appreciate you guys jumping in and um, I love that you guys are buying our recommendations on things that we're talking about. But definitely, definitely if you want to have a really warm time, On Oil is fantastic for that. That's amazing. Nikki, thank you so much for joining us once again for Quickie with Nikki. We'll catch up with you later in the month. Bye. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Always an absolute business doing pleasure with Luke Skews. See what I did there? But, yeah, I love uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, tonight, look, um, usually you're very very centered and it's what I love about you you know you can look at things from both sides of the coin and you're very deliberate in your speech and all that sort of thing but tonight you tell me that you want to have a little bit of a rant and I'm I'm kind of low-key excited to see you go off your bean I'm pissed off okay all right okay I'm not I'm not happy right now all right okay all right, so um, let's let's delve into that. Let's let's pretend we're in a relationship, darling. I hear you, and I'd like to know uh, what it is that is troubling you so. Okay, so what's pissed me off is a series of conversations that I've had, and even life experience that I've had over the past couple of weeks around people's ignorance. Yeah, ignorance around sex and pleasure. Yeah. So um, it started when I moved into my new apartment a couple of weeks ago and ran into um, my new neighbours out the front of the house and they asked me what I do for a job. And I told them straight up, mm. you know, this is what I do. Help people have better sex, um, more fulfilling relationships and to expand their sexuality. Um, you know, I talk at, you know, lots of, I run lots of workshops. I love lots of events. And they were like, wow, wow, that's really cool. Um, and, you know, they were like, what are you running your event on this weekend? I was like, you know, pleasure anatomy, you know, where, where things are, how things work. And the guy said to me, like, are you fucking serious? Like, there's still people out there that don't know where the clitoris is. And I was like, dude, there's still women out there that don't know where their clitoris is. Mm. And 
you know, his partner had said to like, yeah, but baby, you went and, you know, you educated yourself on it and, you know, you listened to that podcast and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you weren't good, but now you are really good. And I was like, dude, you're, you're, you're the unicorn from, you know, what I get to see. And then um, friend of the show, Syndra, um, came over for dinner the other night and we were talking about, you know, sex and pleasure as well. And we were talking about just how lucky um, we have been to have like really great series of sexual partners. Like our last few partners have been really fucking good in bed. And we're having this discussion about like how the sex that we're having, most people aren't having it. And how the fuck did we get here? And it was because we were resourceful, right? We yeah. we listened to the podcast like this. Argh, this is what makes me mad. Is there's <laughs> people out there that are still having shit sex that are still not able to pleasure their partner. But there's radio shows like your radio show. Mm. There's podcasts out there. There's fucking books out there. There's oh my, there's so many resources out there. Yeah, for us to have more pleasure in our lives, for us to be like better in bed, for us to be good in bed. But there's so many people out there that are choosing to be ignorant to this stuff. Absolutely. And I really like how you framed that. They're choosing to be ignorant because we live in a world where we have the answers to all of our burning questions at our fingertips in Google. Remember when you went to maths class and, you know, you said, why do I have to do this shit? It's stupid. And your teacher said to you, you will never walk around with a calculator in your pocket 24-7. And yet here we are with phones with calculators yeah. in our pockets 24-7. Yeah. Another great example. Let's go back before this technology happened. Um, friend of the show, Syndra, has shared this story on the show before. When she first came out to her parents, she and like decided that she was into women. She went to the fucking library. She right. went to the library and looked up lesbian sex. She looked up gay relationships and like how to talk to your parents about these things yep like even before google was around you can choose to be fucking resourceful if you want to be you can you can and like um you know i've had partners who have been in the the world of sexuality and you know the space that i am am in and i've shown them where their clitoris is yeah because they think it's one spot and then you've got actually know it's hiding under here you've told that story before and i've told you that story Mm. Yeah, and they, their mind was blown. They were like, holy shit, I thought that was my clit. And I'm like, no, no, babe, that's a clitoral hood. Your clit's under here and touch it and they look like they were having a fucking stroke. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, so now, now this is where I'm going to go back to my perspective side of things, mm. you know. I'm going to try and be a little bit more fair here because I want to rant and rave about it because it makes me fucking angry. Yep. Right? But the reason why people are ignorant out there is because we're not giving enough feedback. We're not being honest about sex. There's still people out there that are faking it or willing to accept somebody not having a good time and just put their head down and do the same three moves and get her and over and done with and just be happy that happy in in their discomfort. You know, I know that they're not having a good time. But I'm just going to go, I'm not going to ask the questions. I'm just going to do the things. Yeah, you're exactly right. right? And there are two things so, here. You use the word ig- ignorance, right? But mm. in my, like I've had a mixed bag, you know, 
Mm. I've had yeah. I've had some that can, you know, find the hidden gem and some that they're three centimetres off consistently. Mm. All right? Yeah. But And did you tell them? Oh, here's the thing. This is what I struggled with. The arrogance that they were in fact correct and had nothing left to learn. And it's actually interesting that we're talking about conversations. Um, you know, what you do and what I do uh, can be by a lot of people, they're kind of titillated by it and they're kind of like, oh, oh, like, you know, you have a show and you talk about sex. Yep. I do. Now, what's the most outrageous thing that you've learned in the whole time you've been doing After Dark? And my line is, communication is the mm. sexiest thing that you can actually do for your relationship mm. and your sex life. And they're kind of disappointed with that answer, but it's 110% the truth. That is. It's, the, it's the communication and consent mm. and feedback is like – the bees knees when it comes to what is hot in the bedroom so to go back to what i was saying before you know i was i was angry i was pissed off like this is so ignorant why aren't people still choosing to do this why aren't people educating themselves and then i started to talk to some people and i actually went on a date with a person um during the week and got back to my place and they said to me don't worry about me i never come oh just do what do what you want to do. I, and me knowing you sex- as I do, Luke, that that's like waving a red flag to a bull. That's that's a challenge if ever I saw one. And then she turned around and said, don't take that as a challenge. Hate <laughs> it when people do that. <laughs> so what are you meant to do? It's, so in my mind, I'm like, so you're choosing to have shit sex with me. I'm not, do- I'm not <laughs> doing that. i got a rep to protect, man. <laughs> you want me to just bash away until I come? Like, no, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 no, no, let's talk about this. <laughs> how do you like to receive pleasure? You know, when you pleasure yourself, how do you, do you ever get off? Oh, yes, of course I do. All right, great. Well, how does that look? Maybe, you know, you could tell me a little bit more about that. Maybe I could do some of that with you, or maybe we could combine that with what, you know, I like and, you know, back and forth. And by the end of it, an earth shattering, leg twisting, you know, eye rolling orgasm came out of it. But they were also adamant that they didn't want to be a burden. Yes. Yeah, they, they, they don't want to be a burden. So, like, yes, maybe mad that people aren't being resourceful. But the reason that people aren't being resourceful is because, one, maybe they're not getting the, the honest truth, the real feedback, right? So why would they want to be better if they think that they're, what they're doing is okay, it's good enough, Yeah. We're not willing to give the feedback. We're not maybe willing to take the feedback. And like you said, be arrogant. Like, you know, that you weren't even anywhere close. Well, maybe you don't know where your fucking clit is, right? Yep. It's, you know, there's not an honest vulnerability there to give and receive feedback. Mm. You know, we take it as failure. Like, that wasn't very good. So um, why would I bother trying to be better if you're not going to tell me, you know, what could be better? What would you like more of or would you like less of, harder, softer, faster, slower? So I think the thing that pissed me off the most about this is the communication that we have around sex, mm. around asking for what we want, knowing what we want, discovering our own bodies, like playing with ourselves and then being able to share that with our partner. There's this 
um, veil of silence that happens in a lot of bedrooms out there in the world that you get into the bedroom and you stop talking about sex. Yep. I've been in a dynamic like that and completely silent. I might have been, might as well have been a Scientologist. And, mm. um, yeah, it was awkward. It is. It's super awkward. Yeah. I've been that guy. I've Like for a long time I was the silent screw-up. You know, I'd get into the bedroom and, like, my lips were sealed as soon as my clothes got off. And it's yep. just, it's it's creepy sometimes. Yep. But it is. Yep. I would agree. So, like, I ask you, Louise, what do you think needs to change for people to stop having shit sex? Look, you're exactly right with the communication. But I think that there needs to be... Um... I don't think that we rate self-pleasure as much as we possibly could. And I think mm. that if we don't know how our body works, what we like and how we get off, how are we going to communicate that to somebody else? Um, mm. There's also that it's it's a dance. It's a tango. It's not one person doing something to somebody else um, mm. that has no free will or no participation in the pleasure aspect of it. Um, So there's also that dynamic. Um, Mm. And, yeah, I think that we can can stick our bits in people uh, easily, right? You know, we can pick Mm -hmm. someone up at the pub and we can can go home and bang them. But that's not intimacy. And intimacy Mm. is being able to talk to that person and coach them through how to give you an amazing experience and in return receive feedback about how to give them an amazing experience. And I mm. don't think that a lot of us have that skill. I think there's an arrogance that we uh, just know how to do it. I think mm. there's an insecurity that we don't want to ask the question in case we're fucking it up. But if we never ask mm. the question, we're never going to get it right, are we? No, there's no map to work off. Yeah. You literally, like, you know, there's there's nothing to go off. You're wandering in the dark, bumping into trees, bumping into dicks. Yep. <laughs> I think, in my opinion, um, this is what I got to on Saturday night when I was talking to Syndra, was I think the difference between shit sex and sex that's fun and expansive and pleasurable is curiosity is like just being really, really curious about sex and what it could be each and every time rather than being like, I know what gets me off or I know what doesn't get me off. You know, I know these three moves or I know that they like this. I know that they don't like that. It's like each and every time that you get to experience intimacy with somebody, I would like it to be playful and for it to be fun and for it to be curious. Curiosity is such a crucial word in relationships and one that you don't hear very often. But, you know, I was working through some some stuff in my head and I was like, oh, I'd really like to communicate this. And it was was on the emotional spectrum. It wasn't on the sexual spectrum, but it was on the emotional spectrum. And I thought, I really would like to communicate this and what my experience was. And then I went, but there's no curiosity coming back at me. Hmm. So what's the point? Yeah. And it's exactly what? the same sexually. 
if the person that you're with is not curious about your experience, um, you're probably with the wrong person. <laughs> Honestly, that's like I've, one of the sexiest things that I find, like leading up to sex, especially leading up to sex, is like asking lots of questions yeah. about sex before the sex happens. Mm. Like I feel, I feel desired most when X happens. Like I feel turned on most when this happens. My my most um, you know erotic memory is this when this happened this time. Um, the type of touch that I enjoy the most is you know this. And asking those questions like what what type of touch do you love? You know what's what's the hottest thing that you've ever experienced before? What's one of your fantasies that you've never tried? Um, you know like where's your what's your favorite position of all time? And like asking those, those, you know, really fun questions, even if you don't get to sex, yep. say in that session, fuck, I'm going to be looking forward to the next time that if we do have sex, because I've got some fucking ideas in my head. Now, let me ask you this as a guy, because like, obviously you are, again, you're the unicorn, right? So you ask all these questions and you, you are genuinely curious about the other person's experience. How many times, though, have you um, gone to ask those questions of a person and they don't know the answers? Because, A, they've never been asked it, so they've never actually challenged their own beliefs and they so they don't actually know the answers to unlocking their own pleasure. Um, oh, over my entire lifespan, probably 50-50. Yeah. In the last couple of years, probably more like 70, 30 towards yep. the people that do know the answers because that's just the people that's that I choose seek to out, yeah. be around and relate with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those like nowadays, if I was playing with that 30%, to be honest, I probably wouldn't go in until there was a little bit more curiosity around it. Yeah. And more might follow up with like, would you like to, you know, spend some time finding those things, finding out those answers? You know, how about we map your pleasure out on your body? Like, let's go and get this kitchen fork out and see where you like to receive touch. You know, yeah. let's, you know, play with these things. And I know that I'm the unicorn. I know that I'm probably talking a bit of smack here because, you know, not everybody's maybe embodied as I am to be able to talk about this sort of stuff. But just the slightest, just turn your curiosity up like 10% more. You know, if somebody comes back and says, you know, well, I don't know, to some of these questions, ask another question like, well, would you be interested in finding out? Yeah. With me? Yeah. Rather than being like, oh, okay, well, I guess, like, do you still want to have sex? Well, yeah, I want to have sex. It's like, cool, so what's the intention behind the sex if you don't, if you know that you're not going to enjoy it? Do you just want to get, like, railed so that, you know, and just I, I get really curious about what the intention is behind sex if it's not to be curious and not to enjoy pleasure. Yeah, you're right. And a lot of the times that comes from, um, you know, a selfish standpoint. I'm horny. I want to get off. You know, if you happen to enjoy what? it, that's a happy byproduct, but it's not my focus. Mm. Yeah. Um, or... The, the flip side of that is is that you want to keep someone happy and you're kind of 
sacrificing your needs and uh, speaking up for yourself to keep somebody else happy. And neither are yeah. really hitting the mark, are they? Yeah, that's that social expectation. Mm. You know, like I'm, I want to be having lots of sex or I want to be having sex so that I feel like I'm living. Yeah. You know, like if I'm dating and I'm not, you know, single and I'm not having much sex and that makes me, you know, something, whatever that label is for you. But if I am having sex, then, you know, maybe I'm living a little bit more. But every time that we have like disconnected, non-enjoyable sex because of some sort of expectation that's out there, we end up feeling even more disconnected to ourselves and I guarantee there's more disconnection between you and the person that you're choosing to have sex with. Yeah. Because you're just doing the, doing the thing. But neither, neither of you know by the end of it whether any, either of you have had a good time or not. That's exactly right. And I think um, in terms of showing up as the person that you want to be, probably sex like that actually takes you further away from who you want to be as a, like as an embodied person. I think. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think that um, I've, I've I've done it. I'm sure you've done it. Oh uh, yeah, I have. We've all done it, but I've gotten to this point where I've actually had really deeply connected intimacy, and that's what I'm that's what I'm looking for now that I've experienced that. Yeah, and I think I've even like related with people recently who have said, who have said to me, "I have this. I have a deep fear of being deeply connected and intimate with anybody, not just you," and I think that that fear is because we don't know what's on the other side of it. We know what shit intimacy is so well. We've been having it for like a really long time. It's almost the comfortable, uncomfortable comfort zone. Uh, we're not really enjoying it, but it's pretty much all we know and we've gotten through life so far. Yeah. But when you do start to experience like, you know, curiosity about yourself and your own body and your partner and start to delve down that path, then there's there's really no room to go back. You're right. You're exactly right. I hope you're all listening to this out here and uh, making a commitment to yourself to know your know thyself well enough to yeah. not accept shitty sex and disconnection in your life. Yeah. Because some of you, yeah. some of you might have been listening and heard me say, you know, what's your intention behind sex? You might be thinking, what's Luke's intention behind this rant? today <laughs> and <laughs> my intention is purely to have a conversation with one of my really good friends louise about something that most people don't talk about yeah and i love i okay. love our discourse i think i didn't say intercourse i said discourse but you know <laughs> like you know our, oh, i know right our um our conversations are always so interesting and there's so many like aha moments. And I know that for the average bear sitting there listening to this, they must be going, fuck, I don't know. I don't go into sex intentionally. I don't know what my partner wants. I've never asked them. Um, I don't really know what I want. I just kind of do the same three moves and I mm. think I'm going okay, but am I? And mm. There is so many resources out there now that that is not an excuse, is it? No. You know, um, not, not for me. Yeah, no. it's you know, and it's the same with like um, you know, relating in terms of like the emotional. You know, there's 
there's no excuse now for not knowing attachment styles and not knowing love languages and not knowing, you know, and dealing with childhood trauma so that you don't bring it into your relationship. It's just um, there's so we, when you know better, you do better and we know better. So we need to do better. And you don't, you don't know until you don't know. So I'm not shaming the people that are listening to this and thinking, oh, I didn't even know that there was more out there. This is not a shame situation. No. But what I'm trying to encourage you to think about is that if I keep doing what I've always done, I'm going to keep getting what I've always gotten. Yeah. So there's so many podcasts out there. There's so many books. If you want, you can DM me at Luke Skews. I'll give you my book list. I'll give you my podcast go-tos. You know, go I better be on that Louisa. list, Luke. Yeah, you're on it. And like <laughs> go go through Louise's like after dark radio episodes. Like there's me, the Syndra, there's you know, um Jasmine. Con- yeah. Jasmine from Conscious Sexuality, there's Meg Linton, there's so many, so many brilliant educators out there. Like if you're in Brisbane, get to Love X this weekend. There's an entire expo on sex and love happening this weekend in Brisbane. Yeah. Um, or it'll be yeah, late by the time this comes out, but like there's just there's so much out there. There is. There is. And, um, you know, I really think that having these discussions are just so important. And, um, you know, speaking of Sindri, you know, we had a discussion on last week's show about um, her infamous uh, Instagram banning, which thank God is mm-hmm. over. But, um, yeah. you know, how important your work is in terms of bringing this into consciousness. I'm quite sure that a lot of people listening to this would be going, I've never thought about it and it's something I'm going to think about. And that is life-changing. When you actually sit and work this shit out and work together with your partner, you can up-level in a way that you can't even imagine. Absolutely. Uh, I heard an amazing um, love coach called James Fishgill say that um, the catalyst to resentment in relationships is monotony. Yep. And so if we're bored, especially in the bedroom, then why the fuck would we want to keep having sex with that person? Yep. You're exactly right. Luke, again, fascinating discussion. I've loved having it with you and uh, we hope we've given you some food for thought. As Luke said, you can find him on Instagram at Luke Skews and send him a DM. He's very friendly, I promise, and he will when answer. Yeah, yeah, that too, and uh, and he will answer your questions. Uh, and you know, you can go to him for coaching, or you can ask him for the book list or what podcasts he recommends for you to brush up on this a little bit. Luke, thanks for joining us once again on After Dark. You're welcome. Thank you. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Well, we've given you quite a bit of homework tonight, dear listener. Nikki encourages you to dip your toe in to temperature play in the bedroom. And Luke demands that we all educate ourselves to have amazing sex. Hope you've got your notepad and your pen ready to delve in and research this week. We'll be marking the papers same time next week on After Dark. I'm Louise Wilkinson. Thanks so much for listening.